Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome back to Hospitality Queens with your favorite two hospitality gurus. I'm Erin. What up? It's Whitney. And welcome back to another episode. Happy summer, solstice. Happy summer. Um, cheers. Up shouting cheers to summer. It's officially. It's officially. Yeah, like if y'all heard our last show, I was like, ah, it doesn't feel like summer, but I was like, it, it hit me like over the weekend, like it's summer. It's like pure, pure uh, boob sweat. Like soon as oh, I man. like walk open, like soon as I open the door, it's just like parts of your body that you didn't know really sweat, be sweating. Or been sweating in a really long time. So, no, this weekend I was like sweating, like sweating. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I haven't sweat this much in so long. Like, this is it. This is summer. Yeah. This is it. But mm-hmm. I do, I do miss it. And it made me think about like what I did last summer and like what's going on in like, you know, what's different from last summer to this summer and like how am I just flowing in this summer so I know what you did last summer I know what you did last summer last summer was like a healed girl summer for me so it was very chill I was outside a little bit but like not too much what did you do last summer mm-hmm. I don't know maybe the snapchat memories will tell me as time goes on but I love Snapchat memories, by the way. Like, it's been showing me stuff from three years, two years. So, like, mm-hmm. I had stuff from, like, two years ago where it was, like, our we had a COVID crew back then of, like, we used to just hang out and go to the pool. So, lots of pool time. Usually around all my memories over, like, last week have just been pool. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time at the pool. I haven't went to the pool that much this, this summer. So, we outside. Pool day is actually tomorrow. Turn up. Ooh, yeah, we never get to the pool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Nothing is coming to mind. So I feel like I probably had a pretty chill summer last summer as well. I don't know. Yeah, we had got back from Corrales' like wedding and I feel like life just simmered down. Like I don't feel like I was doing too much after was last, last year. Summer? Like like she got married in May, yeah. So like oh, right after then. Like, yeah, May was lit. We had a really lit May. We had the wedding. We had Whitney's birthday. We had life um, and great dope things. And then June, I think I was outside a little bit. That's when I found out about the Wonder Bar over here, which I might need to revisit that little spot. And then I went to horseback riding last year, last summer for the first time. That's one thing I did last summer. Um, And lots of pool. And but that was it. I was really chilling last summer. Just wow. pool, pool life. I didn't travel. I usually travel. I didn't travel. Mm. Besides Corrales, like going to Tampa, I didn't travel. So, yeah, I just had a flashback. So, um, <laughs> um, dang, last summer. I did the um, fashion show last summer. Oh, snaps. You did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dope. And then, um, oh, my God. Last summer was when I was getting my brows done. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love how life is just really like unfolding so <laughs> unpredictably and just so interesting. Cause honestly, y'all, I really thought like I was going to really have like this real intense hot girl summer this year. And like, I just had to come to terms that's really not giving hot right now. It's giving, it's giving a hustle summer. Shit just kind of like changed a little bit for me. And so I have like these things that I want to do and they all cost like a lot of money, like a lot, a lot, not your norm. So um, I find that like, I've, I'm finding joy to do things a little differently. Like I've been playing Jenga. I broke out my hookah and started making hookahs again. We all, I've had a hookah machine for like years, always actually. Uh, mm-hmm. But I never use that because it it's not really my thing. Right now it's giving my thing because I'm finding, I'm like, I gotta, it's like, it just creates a different vibe. Like I don't like go hard in it, but it just creates a little different of aesthetic. So I can go out by the pool or on my patio, just trying to bring a different like aesthetic. So if I don't feel like I need to be outside, outside, outside of the bar, then I'm making a good cocktail for me with a little hookah okay. um, and have a little company, crack a lack. And that's just what it's giving. I will, I want to cut a couple of rugs like over the summer. Just like, at least it could be a local rug. I don't got to go out on the streets, but I do need to cut at least a, a rogue or two. Uh, yeah, because I'm really trying to still bust out the plastic. Um, <laughs> and I have not had an op to bust out the plastic. And maybe maybe with my new dudo, this might be it. See, 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 this might be it. This might yeah. be it. We're, we're going to yeah. take a shot. We're going to take a shot for breaking out the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the my, probably the only role part I really know that song. Um, but I like that the just catches me. It just makes me want to do it. However, cheers. We cheers. in the plastic right now. We gonna bust out some y'all. I'm gonna take a happy. This is so big. Um, I did Grey Goose Pear with a little bit of margarita mix. That's a shot because vodka by itself. It's just too much. Um, I made a little sangria with the rest of the wine I have from Osmosis is a wine. It is only 90 calories, uh, made in Argentina. It's super good. This was the red blend. I finished it up, but I had the rosé and the um, Sauvignon Blanc, all really, really good wines. Um, I did a tasting for them, so really, really awesome wine if you guys are looking for a good wine. Um, and then I found a little new friend at the liquor store. So I did a tasting over the weekend for yeah. a mascal company. Yeah. And this one, I saw Absolute Juice. And I'm like, I, me and Absolute used to go, we, we used to be friends, you know, Ooh, way really? before my Tito. Yeah, way before my Tito days. Way before. Like, me, Absolute was my gal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Someone else before you, I remember, used to drink Absolute. Yeah, they Absolute was the jizam. Mm-hmm. It was giving it. So the absolute juice was called by name. So then I go over there. It's a strawberry edition. I'm like, mm, say it ain't so. But then what I really liked about it was it made me realize it's 35% alcohol. So I was like, okay, this ain't one of them like ready-made like things. This is this is this is giving alcohol with just more like a liqueur spin on it. Mm-hmm. So I Googled it and I heard the reviews was good. I saw it was making cocktails. I said, okay, I just gotta get it. Well, mind you, this liquor store had two of these bottles for $12. So that's six dollars a bottle for this. I mean, it's not like super big. You could tell that it's not as big compared to the wine, still, but it's still a real six dollars for thirty-five percent alcohol and one you could buy a craft beer for five mm-hmm. percent alcohol and be bloated. This is great. 
So did a little bit of this with the wine, the sangria, did a little bit of margarita mix because this stuff is strong. You cannot drink by yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, with a little bit of margarita mix. Um, and then a little bit of my Island Wave lemonade. It's lit. It's lit. It's giving um, Liddy Summer. Liddy Summer sangria. Mm -hmm. We had sangrias this weekend at work. Um, we had like a, a wedding that had some mm -hmm. unopened or bottles of wine that were opened that mm -hmm. so we use we use that and one of our bartenders made a really good sangria mm. yeah so cheers to sangria. it's like the best cheers to sangria it's like honestly if you're having a wine that's going bad or getting old and you yeah. know you're not going to drink it for a while anyway make it into a sangria or like if you're trying to make a bun brunch punch or something for multiple people make yeah. a sangria it really does spread out Mm -hmm. And it's so good and refreshing. Like this yeah. thing is amazing. And I'm absolutely obsessed with this absolute juice. So that's the only liquor store that sells it for the two for for the two for twelve. I would drive back over there. It's not by my house. But I would do it for it because it's a good steal when you can remix it and stuff, mm -hmm. you know? So find those things that work for you guys. Like be living your life on a budget so we can spend more money on these other ducats. You mm -hmm. feel me? Y'all like that freestyle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the duckets. We love the word duckets. It's just something about it. Oh my oh, God. When I was talking about busting out the plastic, I never watch award shows, y'all. But last night I had, um, like, on YouTube came up, like, the BET Awards, which I didn't even know was going down. However, I was like, you know what? Let me see who performs. So I watched a couple. I watched mm -hmm. Bust a Bus. It wasn't busting for me. It wasn't busting for me. <laughs> I was a little like, man, I turned them off. I turned them off, which was not okay. Then Bilotto came out, and that's why I was like, busting out the plastic, right? So in my mind, she go bust out the plastic. She ain't bust out, y'all. It was giving, it was giving very much performance performance, but with like a story behind it, which I didn't understand the story at all, to be honest with you. I didn't get the story. I don't understand the story. And I was really annoyed. I'm like, I need less theatricals and more get it on the flow, beach. Like so, she wasn't even saying she wasn't even rapping. Yeah, they most of them don't on, on reality, on not reality shows, on um performances. They usually don't. But um have you seen the video? Nah. That's why you don't get it, because it's like the video. Oh, they were in a grocery store in the video, and like it was oh. kind of like a similar like theme to it. A little Does bit. it go to the song to you, the grocery store? Why well, um, the plastic bag? Maybe? So that goes back to on like her social media, like on social mm -hmm. media, people like will reenact the song and stuff. It was like mm -hmm. a TikTok trend for people to be in Walmart or the store and doing her song oh. things from like props in the store to go with oh. the song but Aaron's not really on social okay like tell me Shelly so she made the stuff that people do online into a performance like oh uh, okay okay well tell me tell me 
because y'all know I don't I don't be a phone so it's like as if a regular person is just trying to like tap into you you know I think that's something like that you know to be considered like if someone is just tapping in to get to know they may not always know a story Mm-hmm. So, because for me, I'm just trying to, I'm just really trying, I wanted that old ratchet, like, I just want you to bust out the plastic, and I just want you to just be twerking all up over the BET Awards. No, I'm just kidding. Whitney's <laughs> face. Whitney's face. So, if you guys are not on YouTube, you can't see her face, and you're missing out. So, go right now, stop what you're doing, put the pause button, go on YouTube, subscribe, watch our funny faces, watch the facial expressions, and then... You'll 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 be cracker looking too. That's funny. Cheers. <laughs> now I gotta go watch the video. I mean, you don't have to, but just to give a little. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go watch it. Someone else told me. doesn't know um, either. And there are some other like new people, like Lola Brooke. She performed, and to me, I mean, I was when I watched them like, okay, she's doing, she's keeping all of that same like choreography that's what I'm thinking because she just had a big thing where Tiana Taylor was her creative director and she did this whole thing for her which is really dope but I saw that she kept a lot of that stuff in her performance she did on BET but it's like if you don't know you would know you would Mm -mm. just I mean not there's anything wrong with it like yeah yeah but you know just stuff like that but I really like um I like Lotto I really like that song too the Cardi remix is cool, but I like the original better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's cool. What do you feel about Ice Spice? She's cool. I I mean, I I think that I like that she looks different. I like mm-hmm. that she wears her hair like natural and her like natural hair, like the curly mm-hmm. hair. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like to embrace that natural. And to me, she just looks like a regular girl. Like, uh, <laughs> she, you know what I'm saying? She just looks like a girl next door vibe to me. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. just young and just like girl next door. Um, and I think it's, I don't know, I think it's fine. I think her songs are cool. They're, they're, um, they're cool. I don't know. I don't mind her. I don't really know much about her, but I had like I had I do see her name pop up. I know she has a couple songs, and then so when I saw her with like perform, I was like, okay, I don't really know much about her. Like it's probably honestly the first time I've ever seen her like in live action. I think I only seen like video clips or mm-hmm. like the song, so I don't really know what she's like as a performer or even to talk. I guess you know. Mm-hmm. So it was my first time like clicking on it. And I was like, okay, got to go back on this. Um, Actually, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Guys have put me on Thai Spice. Mm. I have a friend who like loves her. Really mm-hmm. interesting, interesting. I gotta, I gotta dive into the new age music. Just be hitting me a little differently, so it's really hard for me to like. Um, it's really hard for me to like really be on enough to like listen to albums. Like, there's a lot of like hit songs that I do like, mm-hmm. but like for those, no, no artist is really like captivating me enough to like really want to go listen to their album. Mm-hmm. Uh, like female artists, like the one, like some of the new rappers. I'm like, oh, they haven't really caught me full, full blown yet. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna dive in that to that because maybe that's what I need to bring out the hot in the hustle. Like, could the hot, could the hustle be hot? Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she so had like this little like girl next door outfit on. 
So you mm-hmm. said that in a little thing. So I was like, yeah. this is a naughty neighbor, though. Y'all got a mm-hmm. naughty neighbor next to y'all. Brace yeah. yourselves. Yeah, she's just very like girl next door mm-hmm. to me. And because I feel like she has her unique look, she's getting like a lot of like, that's what mm-hmm. it is, is like, look. So she's getting a lot of like endorsements and stuff like that. She's doing like the Beyonce Ivy Park campaign. She oh, just, really? Yeah, she How was in fun. the Skims campaign for Kim. Um, she's doing a bunch of stuff. So good, good. Shout out and to I the campaigns. Like, yeah, I feel like it's because her her look is so unique. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's I cool. Like it. Very yeah. cool. Well, shout outs to the marketing industry. Um, recently, I just uh, started a new venture with a marketing company that is pretty freaking dope and they do a lot of great cool activations for really exclusive clients that are massive that you wouldn't even think needs additional marketing with outside of their source so Mm. it's been very unique to figure out like I've done a lot of marketing stuff like with different brands but it's just like a campaign right like when someone's trying to promote a sell so it could just kind of be like another way to advertise. But when you think about companies that don't need to advertise so their product speaks for themselves, they still need a huge marketing production company. And sometimes they can insource it and sometimes they still want outside um, third parties to help them really execute the like events and things like that. So I'm super excited um, for that new venture. So we're gonna do another shot for me. Um, for leveling up leveling up um this is probably one of the most challenging things i've ever put myself into because y'all know i like a good scruffle but i'm super excited <laughs> i like i like i always like to challenge myself i really really do and this one by far it will be the peak of my um marketing career and experiential marketing over the last seven years so cheers cheers Shout out to the Big Goose Pair. It's good. Did you see the um, Genuine Drink Champs? Mm-mm. I haven't watched Drink Champs in a minute. Mm-mm. It was good. I haven't watched it in a minute until that one. Um, but it was pretty good. But I was thinking, I'm sure someone else does it, but I want to watch a Drink Champs and drink with them. Like, any, oh, okay. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. When they take a shot. Mm-hmm. How... It is by the end. Like yeah, end. right? That would definitely be a vibe. I That's funny he's on there. I'm going to have to check it out because, honestly, the last couple of videos I've seen of Genuine are hilarious. They're so funny. And not that his downfall is funny. It's just it's just because it's Genuine. Like, it's just Genuine. Right. I don't know. It's just I think it's just who he is as a person that yeah. makes it just so much better. No, yeah, I feel like it could be imagined, right? It was a good one because he, when they were talking, it was like, dang, he doesn't really do interviews. He's not really like, no, I really like he didn't haven't really heard about him since those like things went viral or whatever. Mm-hmm. So cool to like hear from him, but like one of my friends growing up, she loved genuine, like genuine fan, yeah. like super super fan. So I feel like. You know, when your really close friend is a fan of something, you kind of just are around it. So I'm like, I know. Yeah. So. 
probably like every single genuine song just because i really wanted to watch it but it was good shout out to riding them ponies okay Mm -hmm. Uh, that that's 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 the emoji we want you guys to go ahead and throw in the chat um on youtube put some ponies in there because if you fall you get back up honey (laughs) do you hear me yes i don't have to watch it and that was just such a good time though it's like I even like watch like I watch a lot of Missy Elliott videos from back in the day. Um, like that's why Busta Bus wasn't Busta for me because I have like this different vision of Bus Busta mm-hmm. Rhymes that I really really like. Like I feel like he sh- he needs his dreads back, but I digress. <laughs> he was just like a, he just hit so nasty like with the with the dreads. It was just really awesome. But um, mm-hmm. that was just some really good time. I'm I'm a '90s baby, so no no was that really really my my time era however i've always been around older people so it was just a vibe to listen to r&b of just different type of like um intimacy like in the songs like you ain't just like they wasn't just doing you like they're doing you now and slapping you around they was like making it more sensual and loving and stuff like that so um it just it just hit different i think uh i I listen to like a lot of like disco music and stuff over the weekend too and i'm like dang i would have loved to have like lived during that era it was just so yeah for sure so vibey so vibey Mm -hmm. yeah like the 70s 60s 70s that would be the best time because everything was like so experimental probably like you know it was just at the yeah height and it was just yeah like free like so stuff for women was changing burning bras and stuff yeah that'd be so lit i know yeah this is a fun stuff and if we have anyone in our listeners that got to like you know live during those times shout outs to you take a shot have a drink for you because you the real mvp you seen life for real I just found this story. This Ooh. is the, um, this is from Distractify. Never heard of it, but it says tipping has gotten out of hand. Customer asked <laughs> tip a third time on takeout order. So it says in a video, a customer shared that she was asked to tip three times after picking up her food, and people are outraged. Um, how much is too much to tip? So. Pretty much, um, wait, where's the story? Okay. Uh, okay, am I crazy or is this normal? Morgan asked. Um, tipping has gotten out of hand. Um, she said that she can go out to eat or whenever I ordered um, takeout, I always tip really good. So when she went to order takeout last night, there was also a gratuity add-on. Um, um, oh, so because she didn't tip on her credit card order, like in the when she ordered online, they didn't deliver. Mm-hmm. Her. What? Yes. No. It's like a bunch of like unnecessary stuff in here. Yeah. They were, oh, and then she said she went to order another time and there was gratuity added on it already.
That's crazy. So they just yeah. feel like so um, wasn't doing it. They added the tip on it. Like she, they didn't deliver it. And then the next time she went and picked it up and they added the tip on, they added mm -hmm. the, the gratuity on it the last, the next time she went and ordered from them. Yeah, it's not okay. It's your company's job to make sure that you're taken care of. And if they realize that the revenue from takeout orders is a little shasty, they need to pay those people that do takeout orders more an hour. That's just mm -hmm. the reality. It's not on the customer to have to tip more. It's not okay. Um, it's up to the supplier because at the end of the day, the person that's running the restaurant and stuff, they're getting their profit margins, they're getting their P&L. So that means, okay, well, we might have to do something or, you know, serve us fee. Like, you have to figure it out, but it shouldn't yeah. be the suffering of the consumer at all um, because it also just puts a bad taste in your mouth. So is it worth losing all that revenue because your staff, your staff want to be stingy? <laughs> Like your staff want to be stingy. Nah, not okay. I don't play those games. That's crazy. It's not cool. It's just taking, but you know what? We kind of touched on that earlier. It's like core values of companies and people and integrity. Mm -hmm. Like, do people have integrity anymore? Like, geez, oh, man, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you're going to have some great tips. You're going to have some bad tips. You're going to have some good tips. And you might have no tip and especially mm -hmm. on like, to go order like yeah people should still tip but some people won't tip you on a to go order and that's just mm -hmm. life but you can't just go and add a tip on it because you feel like you deserve one like that's just not what it is and it's you against have, the law yeah you have so many other opportunities to make money throughout mm -hmm. the ship not getting this one tip should not make or break your entire night but you know what it is? They're not making enough money. So they're trying to scam the cat because the restaurant's probably not doing the right marketing or getting the great responses that people want to come back. So you you barely make money. And now mm. you want to just take some shit. <laughs> Crazy. Mm. Mm. And that's like I feel like the um most dangerous employee is someone that's mm. just gonna once will just rather take from you than figure out how they can change the situation. Yeah, problem solving um, with integrity is the only way to run a successful business. Um, because when you have people that are just so ready to jump the gun, they're not thinking about the longevity of the corporation or organization. They're only thinking about themselves and how they can have the self gain. And as we all know, people come and go in whatever you do, even mm -hmm. your own life. Mm -hmm. people come and go so it's like if so are you willing to like allow someone to have so much control of your business that it helps you you flow it down I think that's the hardest part is like you know when you're especially in hospitality we're so busy and we're so a little scattered that we're mm -hmm. never able to really see the full angle of like our staff and the effects that they really have on our business like pretty much in hospitality if a restaurant goes bad it's pretty two. It's kind of two two ways. Maybe three. It starts yeah. with the the people that work with you, right? Mm -hmm. Like the people that are greeting the people, taking the order, taking them in. Like the transactional person with the customer. It's the quality of the food because you get to get the presentations right and pricing. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. got to match. And three, it's management. It's like poor management or um, like not enough like structural 
like back and foundation, structural foundation for the actual business. So that's where it gets a little crazy. Yeah. And I feel like when you're saying that like structural foundation, I feel like that's what I'm trying to like help create is like mm-hmm. the structure of stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's like, damn, everything has to have something like hostess stand. Y'all need to have y'all's kind of like checklist or Bible or like, you know, there has to be something. So like everyone knows exactly what to do. Everyone does think everything exactly the same. Like it needs to have a structure and flow to the front door. Servers, the same thing. Server assistance is the same thing. Like everyone needs to know like how to essentially like properly mm-hmm. play their part in the business in the in the restaurant. Right, for sure. Thing. So for sure. Yeah. Um, structural foundation. It's so it's, it really makes or break any part and aspect of your life. So one of the great things I've learned about this new organization I've been working with is that they believe in integrity. They believe in education. They believe in like truly giving you time Mm. to understand their cores, their values, what they do, how they do it, how it works, how it flows. Like, they just don't throw you in there to the wolves. And like a little back piece is like every corporation and, and or entity and project I normally do, people just trust me with whatever they have going on. And so they throw me in that thing mm-hmm. without really, really setting me up for success. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been working with this, this company for, you know, this last past week. And I am like, I am in awe of how they run their business. I'm like, this is how you run a business. I have never encountered an organization that runs their business this way. Why? Because they, they're they providing free resources for you to educate yourself on the company, what um, how their code of conduct works. Like, you know, sometimes they want you to read over this paper. Y'all work for jobs. They read over this handbook in your big old onboarding packet. You ain't never reading all that. Mm-hmm. You ain't reading everything. You might skim through it, you know? But to work for an organization that's going to break it down for you and then have extra courses for you to really understand what that means. What does that lingo mean? I'm just going to throw this word at you and I'm not going to tell you what it means. No, they like to, they offer free courses for additional stuff and help uh, for you to learn throughout your journey with them. Like it's an educational uh, training process that they allow you to take your time with and get familiarized and like, it's just, they give you mentors to help you that's already done what you've done. Uh, they believe in like um, open and um, just really given diversity. So they really just like, they hone in, make you take a course for diversity, like letting you know that no matter what experience you have, you're no better than the other. Mm-hmm. And that right there alone was like, man, I, every company needs diversity and inclusion courses. Mm-hmm. They have to. Like, this was like a reminder. And it's like, because it told, it's literally like telling you, you might not think you have a bias, but you you might be biased by people, how the way they look, where they from, all this stuff. And it's things that you don't think about. And I'm mm-hmm. like, absolutely. Because sometimes I'm a, like annoyed why somebody might not know something. But it's mm-hmm. because of how I've been treated in past organizations. I was, I gained that, that feeling and that emotion and that negative way of thinking from other peers around me. And they really affect you. So to see a company really 
put time and energy into making sure that you are not just a good person um, in your role and at your job, but you're a good individual that like has like a soul. And I'm like, okay, I really like it. So um, I feel that to say the core values has um, really made me understand my core values even more. Like we know ourselves, but like, what is it that you really, 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 really want in an organization for you? Like we work to live, right? Y'all like, and even if you're working for yourself, you work and all like everybody works in some way, even if you're a stay at home mom, baby, you're working to build a household and foundation and to maintain it every day. Everyone has a role in life at some point, even as a mom, like organizing someone's life to just be 18 one day is a thing. But it's like, what are those core values for you? Like, what does that mean for you? And how do you like the relationships that you built and the people that you meet, how are you treating them? Um, And I think that's something that that might've helped me handle my situation that I had over the weekend um, a little bit better because instead of just getting mad and annoyed and angry, I just said, you know what, I'm just going to fall back and I'm just going to enjoy myself Mm -hmm. and whatever that may mean. Like I kind of didn't, I didn't feel it necessary to go back and forth and complain talk crap like I didn't have it in me because I think I had really just digested people really breaking down how you can treat people biasly and you just don't understand and you don't really know what that means so Mm -hmm. now it's like well I ain't gonna treat nobody no way it's just gonna be all up on me so definitely a good takeaway from the week I, I think that I'm handling situations differently and knowing what I really want to deal with like no longer do we have time to deal with people and things that aren't okay with change Mm. that's it that's it like everything can be worked on in life are you willing to put in the work if so we can get jiggy with this but if you're not willing to put in the work we have no hope and there's no foundation to grow up on like there's not gonna be perfection i'm a perfectionist honey i feel like sometimes if it ain't flowing it ain't going for me but it's (laughs) It's beyond that. It's like, you know what? Well, okay, well, how can we work together to solve a problem? Like, guests aren't happy. Like, okay, well, what can we do? Okay, our servers aren't happy. Okay, well, what can we do? Like, we need Mm -hmm. to do team building. We need to do, you know, Mm -hmm. we need to celebrate their wins. We need to do something to keep people afloat and flowing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's our core value. It's your personal core value because if you have integrity as a person, you're going to have integrity to think outside the box to come up with a solution. But if you don't yeah. have no core values, you ain't going to be good for no organizations. Like, I think what's the hardest for me is like, no disrespect, y'all, no disrespect. But mostly people in IT, they're very cut and dry. It's kind of like the back of the house in the kitchen. That's how I, people with IT are. Mm. They're very like, this is what it is. Rah! You know, it's like very cut and dry. It's very cut and dry sometimes. They're like, they don't understand what you don't understand. Like it's back of house and IT are like besties. Like one is educational and database and one is hands on. They're very much alike in how they do it. It's very male dominant, Mm -hmm. right? In that way. So it's like, how do you come together to find the, when, you know, your customer service representatives having an issue or your client and then it's your server. It's like, how do we really get that to flow? 
Mm-hmm. Comes with the organization. The organization has to create the peace. The organization has to be the head of it. And Whitney, you have this amazing new role that really puts you in the forefront of creating great solutions. Um, the best part about it is I know you. So I know <laughs> that like um, it'll get done in a really great way um versus like some people that are kind of just already tainted like you're not tainted you allow life to happen but you don't get tainted by the things that you may have experienced you mm-hmm. just know how to move around them. you just go go ahead and go down the other lane of the, of the maze <laughs> Whitney's not going to get tied down on the little ends that's just not how she works but that's the important part of having a like an adaptable person in your work organization that's okay with change that's okay mm-hmm. with uh, problem and solving and what do they call it? cause and effect and figuring it out like that's the best part like i'd mm-hmm. much rather have that than for someone that's just closed off to me and not open to receive mm-hmm. so um we have to do better hell even as a country y'all like i put the news on and my mom my mom actually sent me something that it's kind of close in our family scenario, like real close that happened in Memphis. And it's very disturbing. It's very like disturbing. And it made me realize that like core values are important because one of the things that I instantly went to and when that, when I saw that scenario was like something ain't right within the family to allow something like that to happen. It starts mm-hmm. with your foundation. It's her core values. My mom's always been chill. She ain't really doing too much. She might turn up. So here, the, it flows, right? I might turn up, but she's calm. And I've always had that core foundation that mm-hmm. set the tone for me. Um, but people that didn't go grow up like that, they can really turn different ways. Um, and it's up to us to like create that story. Like it's up to us. We don't have to... We don't have to just take what's given. I know like right now it's a little crunchy out here and it just feels like the world's caving in on you. Like if you're looking for work and this job market is really crappy right now, or if your inflation is killing you because it's very much inflation. Like it's very inflated right now. Like don't allow the pressures of what you see out there to not, to change your core values. Like period. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm going through a hardship. Yes, this really sucks. But what always happens to me? Like that's why I have to remind myself, like what always happens? I mean I I might not get to like do everything I want to do, which is annoying and I don't yeah. like it. But like are we are we really going through it or is it more mental than anything? It's more mental. Yeah. yeah. It's more mental. Um so much going on right now and I just really can't imagine um even our listeners like we don't know you personally but I know one thing we have core values and we want you to live your best life so it's like whatever that may mean live it just do it with integrity and that means you're not hurting anyone you're not being malicious you're not being spiteful there's no reason to be petty every day of your life mm-hmm. why y'all are so petty like I love a good petty but in reality where does it get me it just keeps me in a cycle of pettiness Mm-hmm. And pettiness eventually gives me karma, which are those bad things that could be happening or those slow, stagnant moments in your life. That can be that can be stemmed from pettiness. Yeah. Don't think that like the grass is always like, oh, you know, I just get to do this. Like, nah, you was petty. You was giving petty and now you'll you'll weak a little rough. 
and you don't know why. Like, yeah, because you was petty, and unfortunately, we can't reward you for being petty. That's mm-hmm. just allowing your emotions to get the best of you. And we all know hospitality is very petty. We are petty individuals because we want what we want, and that's all we're in the industry. Um, that's just what it is. It's what it is. Is it's what it is. So, I'm gonna just say cheers to everyone in the service industry. It's hot out here. Everything is Instagrammy or not, you know, like Yeah. Dallas is very, very trendy. So like there could be a restaurant that's pop a lock in like two years ago when you first got it a year ago. And it can literally sizzle because something around the corner popped off. Or like on the other side of town. It's very, very, very trendy. We have a restaurant or eight to ten in a cluster, like every other like on both sides of the streets right like it's just so many options here and we are so interchangeable um that there's just so many there's just so many things or people that have high expectations for that type of like setting it's like you don't always get like i feel like the people that work at like what is that like the sugary factory is it a sugar factory they have one in Miami, um, oh, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. little place. I really don't even, I've actually never been. It's That's a little a, too trendy for me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. It's like cocktails that are like fruity and colorful and like dry. Yeah, and they're smoky. Yeah, dry ass is smoky. So we have one here. Um, and I see it all the time, but it's like, number one, I don't really like sweet drinks like that. And um, I just don't need all that extra stuff in my cocktail. But um, a place like that, you're not going to always get the best clientele, right? Because it's trendy and it's hot for a minute. It's more for the experience and not really like the service necessarily. Like people are really just coming there to take a whole bunch of Instas pictures. So they may not be the best for you. So like if you're in that arena, but you know that you can you can make X, Y, and Z because it's busy, like you're going to, that's why you're working there, you know, but it does kill your spirits a little bit because you're not passionate about the craft, but the coins are there. That happens. And this is what happens in the kitchen as well. Like even chefs kind of get like tired of like preparing the same meals all the time. So they might not get as excited about creating, you know, the food every day. They come in the kitchen every day and they're just kind of burnt out because they're not able to truly um, get to be creative anymore. Um, I think that's kind of the best part about like menus that are interchangeable because you really have the ability to switch it up and add new creativity. And when they get the chefs involved, you kind of have a full range of creativity in the kitchen versus like the same old menu that you're doing the same old thing. You really need to be able to have uh, core values within your organization to allow change in so you can continue to profit and go with the times. So keep that one in your pocketbook. How can you elevate your core values in your organization to move forward? How can you do that? Can you use different tools, marketing? You can find different agencies that help um, to do that. But as well, you can collaboratively get with your team. Like people have team meetings to yell at them and tell them what they should and should not do. And, you know, kind of go over what frustrations they had versus like allowing a moment to actually talk about like what went good, what didn't, what can we change, how can we work together, things of that nature. So it's always a different way to elevate. And right now, 
is definitely the time because we're getting people and customer base that are just not longevity. Like, how are you going to get along? Like, how is that person that comes in your restaurant going to be your new regular? Or they come once a month or they come every two weeks or every time they have a birthday party or this or that. There are booking private rooms for you. How do they do that? Number one, service, quality of food, flexibility, um, and really just creating an experience that you build a great relationship with your clients. So they're going to recommend you. They're going to use you for different stuff. They're going to cater because they've built a relationship with a product um, and a company they really enjoy. So you're really going to be able to continue to have revenue coming in and out. And then it won't be so trendy. It won't be things that don't last because here things don't last. Like sometimes you have this really awesome, cute restaurant. It blows up. Everyone's taking these pictures and then it's done. And what does that do? That leaves for everybody looking for work all over again. So keep that in mind. Cheers. Activity for the week. We could have a challenge of just challenging yourself to really elevate your core values. What does that mean? In one way or two, elevate the way you do life. So if that could be your daily routine, that could be what you eat. So if you eat protein and carbs for breakfast every morning or you always go to fast food and drive through well challenge yourself to prep your food so you can have it already ready to go or buy something that's easy to make at home elevating yourself because you create a routine of not needing the same things to progress like you're able to create something that's a little bit out of the ordinary so it brings back creativeness when you take something you're so used to away so finding a way to elevate your daily routine is a really good start for that. Okay, sorry, so many tears. <laughs> All good. Um, so we had this private party this week and it was for like, this guy, he's in politics and he had like a private party for his like donors or whatever. Mm -hmm. like, he's not running for this election, but he just wanted to have something for his whatever, for his donors. And he came in and they had like, like kind of like a cocktail type of cocktail hour type of vibe. Mm -hmm. And he kind of got there like a little after like his guests got there. But he came through, he like shook everyone's hand, the girl who was a server, he shook my hand, like, you know, really nice, whatever. So the server who was working, she came and she gave me someone's phone that had like a um, charger cord, like pretty mm -hmm. much like I need to like plug it in. And she's like, there should be a charger in the kitchen. And I didn't see a charger in the kitchen. So, you know, it's still like a thing, a, a private party for maybe like, almost like 30 people so she's like you know taking drink orders or whatever and like I'm like helping her get little stuff ready so like I didn't want to tell her immediately that I couldn't find a charger but 
you know, we're working. I'm not like really thinking of it. So I'm doing something and the phone starts ringing. And then this guy like comes and he was like, is that my phone ringing? I'm like, you know, I don't know whose phone that it is or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, she gave me a phone to charge or whatever. Um, and I told her, like, we're looking for um, a charger for you. If that's your phone. And he says, so you mean to tell me my phone hasn't been charging this whole time, like with an attitude? And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, we've been looking for a charger. You know, she just handed me the phone. So we're just trying to find a charger for you. And he was like, gosh, I wish I really, I wish I would have known that this whole time my phone wasn't charging. And it's like, sir, that's not our responsibility to charge your phone. Number one, like you, do you not have a, your own charger, a car charger, mm-hmm. something like the server was being nice to help you find a way to charge your phone, but not on us. And then the fact that you were talking to us like this because your phone hasn't been charging, it's like, bro, chill out, chill out. So the hostess stand actually has a charger. So you went to the host stand. And normally when people want to get their phone charged, they just leave it there. He took the charger, the whole thing, like the charging block, cord, everything. And he's the whole time this event is going on, he's walking around the restaurant on the phone, like having loud conversations. So it's like the phone is even plugged in most of the time anyway, because he just has it in his hand walking around with um, it. So whatever, we're working, da, da, da. And I was like upstairs behind the bar and I feel like maybe there was no one else around. So it was kind of like quiet and I was walking by him and whoever he was on the phone with, he was telling them that he was running for this like pretty high, like political thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, that is so crazy, right? Fast forward a couple days later, I'm at my grandma's house watching the news and I see this man on the news. It's like first impressions, like you are someone that's running for something that we all could put, like could vote for if we vote. And this is Mm -hmm. how you're people. Very interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I've done some political parties. Mm-hmm. And they're Those all rude to core be values and stuff like that. It's just like you never yeah. know who you be in the room with and to be acting like that. And even the hostess, she had something bad to say about him. Like she said he was rude. Like everyone that he interacted with on our staff he was rude to. And she we never even told her about what happened to us. She just started telling me about him. Like, oh my God, like he was like that with us too. It's crazy. Yeah, well, let's just say that the government doesn't have core values. Yeah. So that's a foundation if you decide you want to work for the government in the cities. We don't have core values. We don't have a culture. America's Mm -hmm. culture is not culturing, honey. Our culture is processed foods um, and uh, uh, workforce slavery. Like, we don't have a culture. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't have our traditions all consume of money. We don't yeah. have anything that we could just do for free that's fun and uplifting. I, I just don't know what that holiday is. Somebody tell me because at every holiday, we got to spend money for the cookout at least. Like, some money's yeah. happening for the food and the yeah. food we buy and really ain't good. So, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Core values ain't giving 
for the United States. Um, and that's why it's super important just to have them with yourselves. Like you cannot be your situation. You just can't be that. You can't be that. I, I, I refuse to be my past. I refuse to be defined by the thing that I was brought into. No. Uh-uh. Y'all can have it. I'll see you later. I don't want that. That's not that's not a value. You know what that is? It's going to make me frustrated and angry and depressed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which most of the country is. So either you're going to get out of it or you're not. Yeah. And a lot of people would rather be there than to they do would. change they their would. Just so. They would. And they, would. So... they don't have the strength sometimes. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It's like, um, like, I would rather, like, win. Like, you know, you want to win. You want to be successful than to be like, oh, that was terrible, or oh, that was like, no, I'd rather be like, dang, y'all, we did that. Like, that was mm-hmm. tough, but we, we, you know, like, we made it through, like, great job instead of like, dang, we could have did this better, or this, or, you know, like, no one wants mm-hmm. to be So That's why yeah. success doesn't happen. Um, that's actually the true test. Like, I think I heard like you know what they say like most all successful people fail so many times because they still rise above the failure like Uh no one's just waking up like oh my gosh everything works good like everyone goes through their own hardship it's like did you show up again yeah like were you there again like were you ready for it again and if so that's where like the abundance come in but if you allow it to take you down you don't get the abundance you don't get to have that because you didn't truly believe in yourself to have the ability. I actually heard yeah. something today. Um, I always do like the weekly astrology kind of vibe. And she said, like, if you truly don't believe in yourself, there's nothing like you can't believe in anybody else. And you can't believe that, like, the way you live life, nothing's going to be great. If you truly don't believe in yourself, you're always going to go through a plateau circle moment, which is very true. Because it's like, if you don't believe you're going to get 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 your degree or something well how would it happen you're going to intentionally like put that negative mindset in there and you're not going to finish because you're just doubting yourself like mm-hmm. we are releasing net like limiting beliefs we don't believe in them mm-hmm. we believe in the stars something that's i feel like i've been saying a lot or thinking a lot um for work is um the quote you're only as strong as your weakest link mm-hmm I feel like a lot of times people like to try to point out who isn't doing a good job. Like this person sucks or da da da. Okay, well if they suck, you suck. If they mm-hmm. suck, then we all suck. So, what are we doing to pour into this person so they they're not bad at their job? Do they not know? Are they like what are they doing? Why do they suck? Like what what is it? You know. So yeah, it happens a lot, especially where I work. It's like they people like to highlight like if someone isn't catching on or what someone else isn't doing and it's like okay well, what are we doing to help right what are you, doing? What are educate, you doing educate like i have a newfound respect for like organizations educating you mm-hmm. like at this point i'm never gonna not be somewhere where i'm not valued enough to just even take a chance on to teach me something i don't want to mm-hmm. be there Mm-hmm. If you want me to be good for you and making sure your revenue comes in, you must be good for me. We deserve to have that. But I, you know what I think it is, is most people don't feel deserving of things. 
And I used mm-hmm. to be that girl. So I'm, I'm no, no down on that. I didn't always feel like I deserved things. I feel like I had to work really hard for certain things, but you know, it came to a point where it was like, no, I, I, that's mine. I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. So stepping into July, like, bah, I got this. Stepping into summer, oh, busting out the plastic. I was double fisting with the sangrias. I'm like, I'm starting starting a little early. All right. It's double fist July. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, oh, it's I a little brand new. I'm drinking Black Girl Magic Riesling. Ooh, I yes. I love a little Riesling. I need to go ahead and get me some Black Girl Magic. It's been a minute. I've been drinking a lot of other wines, but it's something about it. Just gives makes me feel more divinely connected. This was um, a birthday gift. Yay! Still sipping on a B day. Mm-hmm. Dude, <laughs> reminds me of Jocelyn. Yeah. Uh, I watched her interview with um, a Breakfast Club. I usually don't watch them anymore since Angela's gone, but um, or just hilarious. I do like just um, and just was part of that interview. And um, I just love Jocelyn. She had camps um, too. Oh my gosh, I gotta watch. I just love her. Like I know, I know she is not um, fan favorite <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. However, I think, I think honestly, what I see when I like when I see her, I just see a girl that's like truly authentic. Like, and I cannot help but to love it. Like she's just been that way since uh-huh. she started y'all that's just who she is dog that's just yeah. who she is and if yeah. you didn't learn your lesson in loving hip-hop i don't know what to tell you sis because everybody know don't bother her because she really not yeah. gonna come for you like she's really mm-hmm. not she really not but you come for her she's going to finish it and i really respect it i respect it with every i'm like i love a woman that's just not here to play but here for that money she did that mug shot on the shirt sell them for like 50 dollars i'm like mm-hmm. She a business woman. She didn't want to have to go to this link, but why? Why allow it to take me down? Be depressed. Be hard on myself. Be mad at myself, and mm-hmm. go into a bubble versus just making like something that I had to learn from. A way to make money. Something you learn from to make money. It's a Puerto Rican princess for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I like her. was good too. Yeah, I gotta watch it. She's just hilarious mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, she's very she, entertaining. She is. That's what she's for. It's like mm-hmm. when they asked her what they asked her, did you want to be an MMA or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, she would be good though. It's like yeah. that's why I don't understand why. You know, sometimes you just need to walk away. I mm-hmm. walk away. I don't want to talk. I'm good. <laughs> Ain't nothing, boo. It ain't nothing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like, no. Pick and choose your battles. Like, you already know what you're up against. Don't. We can't point the blame on people for like if that person's already shown you that right. that's who they are. Right. Like that's yeah. been since day so one. So there's nothing new. Them. That's yeah. it. So we got like we've been new. She's been out for forever. We've been new. We've been, been new who who she is. So do it like your show be day. Baby. <laughs> Gem, uh, Gemini season is officially over. We have a bust into cancer season. 
Not mm-hmm. my favorite season. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but um <laughs> let's just hope it goes quickly. What does it mean that everyone's gonna be emotional? A little bit more like heightened more right. emotionals. I wish I have a full moon coming up. I think it's um what is this full moon in? Is it Sagittarius? Did I say um, so everyone's gonna be emotionals and liars and um, um Maybe not to that extent, but I, I would I would say this. I would say this. If someone already has narcissist like behavior traits, mm-hmm. those could definitely be heightened in between this time. Mm-hmm. If someone has um maybe water like the water sign or cancer like in their like birth chart, you can might mm-hmm. see those traits and heighten during this time. I always feel like whenever you're in like your season, I guess you could say you're what it either like elevates them or not so cancers this month you know during the season actually are probably at their prime probably at their best um and that they do they do well they do well with like putting on the mask um which her name is it's balmy spirit on uh uh, youtube she does like weekly energies so she's kind of like channels just like the energies the things like that can expect like in different signs and different planets and stuff like that um and this week is just really about um which actually was for all water signs about a uh, divine feminine and uh, masculine energy mm-hmm. uh, most of the time they can come up with very feminine energy actually mm-hmm. like water signs have much more feminine dominant energies mm-hmm. so that's going to be a little bit more in heightened and so if you're a woman and you have a strong personality you mostly operate in your masculine energy and that's kind of why we'd be having those bad ribs or like we too independent or not. but it's a masculine energy but it's come based off of survival and uh, quality of life mm-hmm. so when we don't feel uh, a sense to allow that guard to be broken down it just won't do you remember like um, back when like Diddy had like making the band and all that? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he was like Diddy. Remember when he had that thing, no bitch assness? Mm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't know why this kept like coming in my head when you were talking about cancers, bitch assness. Yeah, none of it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've I've had my experiences <laughs> with some cancer and energy, both men and women. Um, and at this time, I'm no longer <laughs> accepting um, cancer people in my life. It's really funny. I actually said this to someone the other day. Like, I'm actually not accepting um, certain zodiac signs. And I know that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. However... However, this is just what my practices and me is telling me I gotta do for me. It's no Sagittarius's. No. <laughs> no. No, I can't speak on it right now, but just trust me. No, no Sagges, uh, no Cancerians, and no Geminis. My Geminis are cut off. Um, Whitney is already, she's been with me for a long time, so it's like, it's cool, but like, I'm not taking it in. I'm not accepting. So it's like, to be honest, if someone, if you say you're one of those three when we first talk, automatically never talking to you again, unless I have to work with you. Yeah, if I work with you, great. But like, that's it. Do not. Don't do it. Just don't waste your time. Not right now. Check me in about six months. But I'm not. 
signs that I'm excited to interact with. I'm not going to say them, but there's two that I have never, I don't think I've interacted with them unless I didn't know. So, yeah. There's one that I haven't that I hear different, like mixed signals, which is Capricorn. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with the women. It don't really be working out long term. Um, my son's a Capricorn. Love his soul face. Literally, he's the best. I would love to like have more time within that energy, the Capricorn energy. That's something like top on the list. I I just really I've learned me and other herb signs don't always catch it. Like me and Virgos are great, but when it comes to Taurus. No, I don't know what it is. I have to dive a little bit deeper into like why that is. But most earth signs like myself, we don't really mesh long term. I really can't speak on it. But Capricorn is definitely like the number one sign that I really, I can't wait. It's like, I feel like it's not even happening for me. Like I'm trying, I'm literally getting repeat signs. It's giving in the, it's the repetition of like even a cycle of birthday, like same day around the same day. It's like, no. So it's like mm-hmm. they're spot on because they're so similar for same birthday. I was well, like, not, no, thank you. Well, not everything's similar because you know someone that has the same birthday as me. Right. We're not similar. So right, right, and and I and I totally get that. I think you know it just comes in certain certain ways of your life. You're gonna realize what you want to do with. Right now, I don't have the energy to give something that I I feel right now is just not. It's not what it's for me. I can't do it. Mm. I can't do it. So right now I'm just <laughs> this team not accepting new friends. Um and to further notice. I don't know what to say. I don't know yeah. what to say. It's just given a lot of energy. Um and right now I really felt the energy for myself. I really, really do. I feel like this is like the one time in my life that I deserve just solely me. Mm-hmm. And I want every moment mm-hmm. like every drip drop so speaking on that we'll end with a good old afro affirmation affirm your day affirm your week i really didn't affirm like i normally do so i'm just gonna this is one i was gonna tap into today it says Things are always things are always working out for me, no matter how it looks at any point in time. I will no longer shrink in spaces that I have outgrown. So don't shrink who you are. I'm very robust. You know, like I something about the word robust, robust. is really great for me. So um, don't shrink. I love that. Um, I don't really have one. Uh, um, or I will just say, give gratitude to the universe. Yes, I love that. Practicing gratitude every day, mm-hmm. it will change the trajectory of your day. Mm-hmm. Like, I wake up like, man, thank you for that the sun woke me up. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily alarm, like I might just wake up with the sun and then maybe fall back to sleep, but like, you know, just being grateful to having, and you know, because people live in cities that don't be getting sun like that. Like, what is that, like Seattle or something like that? Mm -hmm. So it's like, just even grateful for the sun. Like, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful to be able to wake up every day. So practice gratitude every single day. Mm 
soybean. Yeah. And yeah. if you haven't already, make sure you follow and subscribe on YouTube, um, as well as our Instagram, hospitality underscore queens, and Perfect. TikTok. And you can follow me, Get Tone with Aaron, on Insta. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at WhitneyWhite1 underscore, and you can shop my store, Shop2230, on Instagram and on Facebook. Hey, and until next time. Peace. Be. Oh, I did like the um, Quavo and Offset thing for takeoff. That was nice. I didn't get that part. I didn't get that far. I, I just wanted to go back to that, but I feel like it could have been sad. No, it wasn't sad. It was good. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's on YouTube. I didn't watch the show, but I just saw the clips on YouTube. That's what that's what got me. It was just the, the YouTubes. Did mm-hmm. they do straightening? No, they just did one song. Or oh, two really? songs. No, they didn't do like a whole big thing. It was just oh, like okay. Yeah. It was light. Yeah, Very good. well. Yeah. Heard on the light. I love it. <laughs> Let's check it out. He's a little spicy. See what he's doing now. Yes. I'm, I'm checking in. I'm checking in. Reporting live <laughs> from um from a teenager's room that smells like a teenager. Just smells so weird in here. It's like you don't like what did it come from? Just don't understand. If you have a child, you know it just smells so weird in here. I gotta get a lantern, girl. I'm gonna light a candle. I don't know what's going on here. Smells really bad, but me and the Avengers are besties. I'm crying. (laughs) Well, all right, Charlie. Hey, wait.